0: what's up guys and welcome back to the why are we watching this podcast this week there's nothing zach can't do and sean's a cowboy with an incredible memory because we're watching the adventures of buckaroo bonsai across the eighth dimension
1: john smallberries
0: (laughs) Alright, what is up guys? Welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This Podcast. I am Sean. And I'm Fuckaroo Bonsai. <laughs> I, I hate that. No,
1: I'm Zach. Um, I wish I was Fuckaroo Bonsai though.
0: Speaking of, this week we're watching the adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai across the 8th dimension. Or as it's more popularly known, toe Baited? Oh. <laughs> what? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, This movie came out in 1984. It is a sci-fi action adventure movie with a rating of PG. It was an hour and 43 minutes long. It was directed by W.D. Richter and written by Earl Mack Roush with an IMDb rating of 6.3. This movie cost $17 million. Did it make money or lose money, Zach, in the Mm, box office?
1: Unfortunately, I think this lost money.
0: You are absolutely right. This movie only made $6.3 in the box office.
1: Wah, wah. It's about
0: an $11 million loss. That sucks. Ouch. bitties. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Um, W.D. Richter co-wrote Big Trouble in Little China and sc- the, wrote the screenplay for The Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. And Earl Mac Roush wrote the screenplay for A Stranger is Watching, which is uh, Sean S. Cunningham. It's his movie. He famously produced the, the original last house on the left and created and directed the Vera Friday the 13th franchise.
1: You sound like you like find that so boring.
0: I'm trying to remember. That's <laughs> oh. what it is. Um <laughs> Earl Mac Roush also co-wrote New York, New York, the Martin Scarsese musical. Scarsese. Scarsese. Ooh, I know. I that's should've, fun. should have released this punny episode like a month <laughs> or two ago. Ooh, come at ya. <clears throat> um, this movie stars Peter Weller, John Lithgow, Jeff Goldblum, Christopher Lloyd, Clancy Brown, Vincent Chevelli, yeah. and Dan Hedaya.
1: Yeah, dude, it's all sarcastic.
0: Dude, everybody in this movie's good.
1: It was so, yeah, yeah, they were.
0: Um... This movie Art. opens with the funniest transition I've ever seen, which is someone going from brain surgery to inner space travel. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, uh, but before we get into our notes, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna let Zach actually read the um, the Hulu synopsis yeah, for this I was, movie. I
1: was really stoked on the Hulu one. This is what it says. I maybe the prime one says the same, but I didn't even bother to look. Uh, Buckaroo Banzai is a rock star slash brain surgeon slash comic book hero slash samurai who, along with his group, the Hong Kong Cavaliers, must stop evil creatures from the eighth dimension, all named John, who are trying to conquer our dimension.
0: <laughs> this movie is so off the
1: wall. When I read that, I was like, this movie was like made by for this podcast
0: it, honestly it, uh that's why and, i was so stoked on it which, i was like oh you already seen it so i watched this um today on the, in the living room and and rachel ended up watching it with me <laughs> and she loved this movie. yeah i buddy. will say that um so before we like really get into it i will say there's kind of a lot that happens in this movie but then at the same time there's not
1: right <laughs> uh, yeah yeah you know, there's not really a better way to put it. Cause like one moment I'm like, okay, I totally get this. And then I'm like, wait, what is happening right now?
0: There was multiple times I was like, what, what, they, what am I looking at right now? But yeah. then it sort of plays out and I'm like, oh, okay. I kind of get it. Cause like the first, the introduction of John Lithgow for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was like, what is happening? Cause he like electrocutes himself with like yeah. this homemade setup in the hospital. Yeah. And then has like a flashback.
1: I assume that was, like, some weird, like, way of taking drugs or something. It was, like, the new Flatliners.
0: It's probably something like, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like, tongue shock therapy.
0: Dude, John Lithgow and Flatliners, I want that so bad.
1: (laughs) Hell yeah, dude.
0: Dude, the makeup they do on him in this, while he's... Because he's supposed to be... He's still human. But But he's, like,
1: possessed, right? Well,
0: he's, like... I don't know if that's what it is or if he's like insane because I got the I got the idea that he was possessed.
1: But his hair color changes. It was like brownish black before, and then right. it's like red.
0: <clears throat> and um, but one of the things was like that I read was, or at least I, I think I read this, but was a uh, Buckaroo Banzai is the first person to to break the eighth dimensional wall <laughs> without losing his mind. Mm. And then, but maybe. That was just the the thought behind John, the John Lithgow character, Dr. Lazardo. Yeah. Um, was that he had lost his mind when really he was possessed. I think that maybe makes more sense.
1: I just kind of assumed it was the only thing that made sense to me.
0: Uh, kind of the same. But at the same time, this movie doesn't care if it makes sense, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. It's
1: just off the wall. Yeah. Which, uh, with all that being said, I mean, the shit we get into into this movie, like, this... This was a comedy, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Goldblum's character alone. (laughs) Which I love him. I love him in this movie, honestly. But, like, (laughs) he's so just, like, random.
1: Yeah, it's like, so what was the deal with that? I thought, like, uh... He's
0: a cowboy, I guess. But he's a doctor. Yeah. (laughs) What, you saying he can't be both?
1: No, um, I just didn't realize that meant he had to dress like a cowboy. Well,
0: but. you know, Buckaroo Banzai is doing his, like, whole samurai thing in the Yeah, mush. it's, like,
1: half samurai, half business suit. Oh. Oh,
0: no. oh, yeah. Actually, I have the whole scroll from the beginning that explains, oh, good, like, good. Buckaroo good. Banzai.
1: Yeah, this was totally, like, a Star Wars ripoff, too. <laughs> yeah? Well, not maybe not the whole movie, although kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, just this whole scroll bit. You know, oh, it's like sure. b- black and talk about aliens. And it's same. It's in like yellow, yellow. Yeah, It's like an off yellow. It doesn't look as good, but so it it's says, like the three paragraphs.
0: It says, Buckaroo Bonsai, born to an American mother and a Japanese father, thus began life as he was destined to live it, going in several directions at once. A brilliant neurosurgeon, this restless young man grew quickly dissatisfied with life, devoted solely to me- medicine. He roamed this planet studying martial arts and particle physics, collecting around him a most eccentric group of friends, those hard-rocking scientists, the Hong Kong Cavaliers. And now, his astounding jet car ready for a bold assault on the dimensional barrier, Buckaroo Banzai! Buckaroo Banzai faces the greatest challenge of his turbulent life, while high above Earth, an alien spacecraft keeps a nervous watch on Team Banzai's every move.
1: Did you did you pause it and then just take a picture of the screen with your phone?
0: I had to take two because it was so fucking long.
1: <laughs> that's so funny. You probably could have found it, like, if you Googled it.
0: Yeah, I, I usually would have been a hard find. But... I usually type it out, and I was like, not even worth it. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just taking a couple of pics.
1: No, you, you worked smarter, not harder.
0: Absolutely. Good I've on you. Been, I've been trying to do that a little more. You just more. leveled up. So his, was his, like, inner spaceship? ship, uh, that's kind of what I want to call it, is inner space. That he's yeah, traveling through. Sure. Okay. Is this interspace tri- uh, ship like a, a tow truck they just converted?
1: <sighs> um, I thought it was more like a hearse or something.
0: Because it, maybe, but it was just like, it looked like an old tow truck. They just kind of pulled the towing bed off of it and put like a bunch of crap on it. Yeah. And like a rocket or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I thought the way they did like the whole interspace travel in this was actually kind of interesting. Like especially when he first goes through because it's, it's like some not great CGI. It's showing it's it's yeah. showing its uh, age.
1: They were pretty bold doing the CGI in this. Oh yeah,
0: and he like hits an alien creature type yeah. thing, and when he comes out, there's like this goop on his windshield. Yeah. But the the prosthetic that he pulls off the bottom of the car, it looks like this gross little ball of like flesh.
1: Yeah, it looked like a brain.
0: Uh yeah, kind of. it did. All of the all of the prosthetics in this movie looked really good. And, like, yeah. the aliens and everything. Which, our alien crew is, um... It's Vincent Chiavelli, Christopher Lloyd, and is it Dan Hedaya that's the third alien?
1: You know, I don't know. The Christopher Lloyd was the only one I could really, like, pick out. So, I didn't know the other guys.
0: Well, Vincent Chiavelli is the one that has the pipe. Who keeps smoking his pipe that looks like the craziest weed pipe I've ever seen in my is life. Is that
1: the guy with, like, the long head? Yeah,
0: and, like, the kind of weird... Flat neck, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vincent Jovelli is kind of a character actor. He he popped up pops up every now and then. He's in I another movie. I feel like I've we've seen we've him done. in
1: a, like few other movies. I just he's not. I'm not super familiar with who he is.
0: Sure. Um, you know what? He's in um, Batman Returns for a second as mm. one of the like the villains.
1: Like a crony. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I liked the whole like John Lithgow story character arc in this. He uh. Him playing a villain is cool too because you don't really see that. Yeah. But I I like him as a villain. I would actually like to see him play a more like serious villain role. Yeah. Where he's I agree. sort of just like a crazy older man, because he's so smart too that it's like it would start to feel super um, like clinical if he yeah. was playing like that type of character. <laughs> um, he should
1: be Doctor Doom.
0: This movie, I gotta say, this movie reminded me so much of the Howard the Duck movie oh really yeah I still haven't
1: seen that
0: there's like there's dimensional travel there is like rock music that's sort of random and unnecessary in the movie yeah I'm not complaining uh there's like this villain who loses their mind because of seeing other dimensions although the villain in that movie I smell a rip off that movie turns he turns into (laughs) like a legit monster Um, and it's Jeffrey Jones, who, like, in real life is a legit monster, so it's fine. And, (laughs) uh, well, you know, you can only, you can only do the, the child predator thing so long. (laughs) Um, Howard the Duck, actually, I wanted to see what year it had come out. Cause this movie was 84, Howard the Duck was 86.
1: I smelled a ripoff.
0: I sort of feel like it is, but... This movie at the same time is not based on any sort of comic book work, but they like make him a comic book in the movie. I kind of love that. Well,
1: and so when I saw a comic book hero, I thought he was like a superhero too, but they just mean that they have a comic book about him. Yeah. Which I guess is still pretty cool, but
0: it's so funny though. His character is like literally good at everything.
1: Yeah. Just,
0: and it's Peter Weller, which I love him. I do too. I was watching this and he's like really diverse. Yeah, of an actor because he's able to play RoboCop really well. Which even when he's not the, in like RoboCop cyborg form, when he's still a human, like he's a good actor. But then when he takes on the cyborg form, he really kills that role. Yeah. Um, and then he's like pretty good in this. Yeah. And I, I don't know how they wish he was
1: in more cool movies. Me too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I do agree. He was
1: in uh the second Star Trek uh from the reboot
0: oh really Into darkness you know i gotta say he did not age into his looks too well but i like his
1: kind of scary look <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's what i mean like he has a face to be a villain dude but like, <laughs> like and yeah, when I? he was younger i think it was even scarier
0: he looked a lot like he looks intimidating yeah yeah i agree with that <coughs>
1: um of looks like bill nye not the science guy The actor guy. Bill
0: Nighy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. They kind of do look like, they both just look like monsters.
1: Yeah. Dracula. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like Mm. Dracula. (laughs) Uh,
1: Nosferatu.
0: What did you think of Buckaroo Banzai's band's song? (laughs) In the, like, club. Uh, Well, okay, the first I mean, I really wanted
1: to like it.
0: But you didn't? Because I didn't. Wait,
1: okay, wait, I forgot there were two songs, so which one were we talking about?
0: So the first song is a little more rockin'. Yeah. When he's playing his solo, and then he starts playing, like, a horn solo. I don't yeah. know where. Okay, that song was mad, but that solo was dope. Dude, he was, like, getting <laughs> it. He was all like, sliding his hand up the neck and shit from the top of the guitar. Yeah. Um, But then also, yeah, he pulls the horn out, and I couldn't help but kind of laugh. I was just like, what is happening here? Yeah, uh, it, was
1: almost like, <clears throat> it, it was almost like Ska, but instead of... Instead of it being like punk and reggae, it's like uh, like rock and jazz. Yeah. So it's this, like Jaws.
0: This movie, like the the, <laughs>
1: Jaws. I'm sorry, that was really stupid. <laughs>
0: but <laughs> this movie's like because it's it's a comedy, but it's also like it's walking the line of of being parody. Because it gets so well, absurd. That, it is,
1: yeah. I, I would say it's parody. Um, I, I think that kind of goes hand in hand with it. But
0: I don't know if it's intended to be parody.
1: I, and that's why I was like, is this a comedy?
0: But it is. But I don't know if it was intended to be a comedy the way that you you mean.
1: But at the same time, they like blatantly do stuff that's like, come on. Like, sure. how are they not trying to be funny here? Sure. Sure. And uh, like goofy about it, like all the guys named John,
0: right? And John, them,
1: Yaya, John, and John Yaya and John Smallberries. Which
0: okay, I love that they're doing the whole like thing on the computer, looking at all the names, yeah. and, then, and then later on we kind of meet all most of those characters that they came yeah. off. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Well, and just hearing all the names is super fucking funny, dude. Uh, like John Big Boutet.
0: Yeah, and, and the, everyone, he, every so that's
1: the f- funny thing is they they established that his his name is Big Boutet. Yeah, everyone still calls him Big Booty. Yeah, uh, and it's not like spelled like it would be.
0: Yeah, I'm like, dude, how are you missing a whole letter in pronunciation?
1: It's funny. It is funny. That's what I mean, dude. Like it had, like it, it, It's a comedy. It's gotta be. So, I get, I, I get understand if they're like, okay, but this part's gonna be cool. Or you know, like, or they're sure. Uh, well, but they, perception of cool, but, but they
0: explain the whole that whole thing because it's it's uh, well, we'll get there in a second because it's it's right after we meet um, uh, Jeff Goldblum because he's the cow this cowboy cowboy uh, doctor. doctor. Uh, he does the whole word association thing when they go through the names, and you find out outlaw it's, PhD. It's <laughs> it's uh it's HG Wells references. Yeah, that to, was so cool. I loved that. To uh war of the Planet of the World Or the, war- war the World War of the Worlds. We're the planet of the apes is what I was just thinking. That's so bizarre. Um Yeah. we war- were the worlds? was talking
1: about the old like hoax.
0: Yeah, and in it
1: which I didn't understand where he was going with this and how it connected to I know, the I was movie like, at all. What is
0: this word connection he's doing? It was right like now? they
1: just threw in this like plot. They're like, oh, it's a hoax. Remember that thing?
0: Well, dude, for, and
1: there's aliens, and it's a hoax, and it's a hoax.
0: For a second, I was, I was just
1: like, okay, what's the hoax though? Like, what are you talking about?
0: Well, for a second, I was just like. I don't think this is in the script. I think Jeff Goldblum just going. and they were just He's just riffing. It. Yeah, they were just filming it. They're like, this is gold. Bloom. <laughs> Jesus. Ah. Um, but, so back to the club. Um, after the first song... There's like a single person crying in the club and Buckaroo Banzai does the cringiest shit where he's like, everybody stop. There's someone crying out there.
1: <laughs> and they're like, you know, it was and actually kind of rude, dude. dude I just know. Like straight and up pointed her
0: puts out. Puts her own blast. <coughs> she like, he gets her a mic so they can talk. Uh, dude, and people in the club are even like, "Come boo. When he like says all this.
1: Oh, I know. I was so confused. I was like.
0: I think he was just riffing, too. I don't know if that was in the script, either. There's some stuff in this that I was like, what is happening here?
1: Uh, yeah. That was the thing, though. Like, drama with him? That should have all been cut out. I agree. Because it should Like, honestly, they should have just played it up to the joke and just had, like, multiple different random women, like, just, like, on him. yeah like when they can, you know, or
0: like, mul- like oh. multiple women in the crowd crying would have been so funny if he was like, someone's in the crowd crying. And then it's like four or five women out there crying. And he's like, oh, uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> um, But then, yeah, he plays like this awkward love song for her on the piano.
1: <coughs> yeah. And, doesn't he go like, oh, I'm going to dedicate this to Penny.
0: Yeah. Which, oh, that was funny, too. He says, what's your name? She says, Penny. And he goes, Peggy. And then she's like, Penny. Like, I, th- I thought that was pretty funny. She has to, like, correct him in the movie.
1: Well, and the reason why is, like, really bizarre. And it's like, why is this a part of the movie?
0: Oh, my God. It's because
1: his ex wife was Peggy, who looked exactly the same, and he, she died. It was a, and he's sad, and he misses her, and he can only be with her. He can't move on. Is it like and he, then he finds who apparently is. His, her long lost twin. Right. Which, it, how did they come to that? Just because she looks just like her? That's he's what like, I was just going to ask you. He's like, oh, all, all the facts line right up. Don't even do a DNA test. That's It's her twin.
0: I'm Yeah. like I'm going to bang her. How random. It yeah. was just like, they were grabbing all these tropes. He's just
1: like, oh, this is so fucking perfect, dude. This is what it's all been leading up to. This is what being a rock star, samurai, comic book hero, whatever the other one was... Oh, brain surgeon. Neuroscientist. Uh, Yeah. Has led up to. Boom. You know what? My wife died, and that fucking sucks. But I just found out she has a twin sister. So it's all good. And how
0: (laughs) How superficial. Like, you look great. That's all I need to know. Yeah. Other than the fact that you're about to shoot yourself in the head the night we met. Yeah. In a club. Yeah, that was... While I was singing and playing piano. I can look past all of that because you look like my ex.
1: Like, whoa. It's like they wanted something really deep right there or something with her, like, going to, like, shoot herself. Yeah. Because that seems pretty dramatic. I almost think, like, maybe they should have let it happen.
0: Me too. Because <laughs> her character is so not necessary in this movie. And then it just he just goes
1: like, oh, that was messy five, six, seven, eight! And, like, they just bust into, like, another fast one. And, like...
0: (laughs) I wish. (laughs) um... Well, dude, her character... (laughs) Her character's so unnecessary. She, like, does nothing. And then when they finally give her something to do, she gets kidnapped. It's like, okay.
1: Well, and she's, like, apparently super intelligent. Because then she's like, oh! And, like, just butts into the thing. Yeah. And, like, kind of dumbs it down for everyone. But also, like, just trying to understand. That's... That was really bizarre. She's just like, oh, I get it. Hey, guys, I'm smart,
0: Um, by the way. What did you think of the aliens in this movie? The look. Hilarious. The look? Yes. I kind of agree, but it looked good.
1: (laughs) No, it looked really good, but also very hilarious.
0: And the way they play it is so funny. Like, there's a subspecies of the alien that are just played by black people with dread wigs on. I was (laughs) like, what are we doing with this? Um... (laughs) Like, okay...
1: Yeah, that was... It was kind of hard to understand because, like... Especially with the description when it says, like, creatures from the 8th dimension... Yeah. I was expecting, like... Like, monsters. Sure. Not, like, these weird aliens that have, like, this, like, civil war going on.
0: Yeah. It... Which <laughs> they... I mean, they elaborate on that, but... It's so quick, like, that aspect of the story. Yeah. Like it's important, but really it ends up being framed more around Buckaroo Bonsai trying to save Penny and then kill these evil guys that are just being evil. At
1: the same time, they already wanted to get him though.
0: Remember that they
1: discover the comic book and figure out like, oh, they are like trying to kill him. Well, and and, and you see it too. They talk about like killing him all the time,
0: right? Pretty and, much. And he he gets this formula. That allows him to see them for what they really are.
1: Yeah, he's like he was like electrocuted, right?
0: And then he, but he had like like a a, frequency or something. He had like a vision because he kept looking at his hand, and there was a formula on his hand.
1: So I thought what that was was that like he had like scars. I thought that's what it was. Was like and he was always looking at it, but I was like so pissed because they'd never show it. Yeah, I was like, what's the deal with his hand?
0: But then later the. The old, the doctor that he works with, that used to work with Lizardo. Which yeah. they never explain why Lizardo didn't age 30 years, but that doctor did. Uh, yeah. I was like, okay, what?
1: It's because he went crazy and like, because he got zapped by the eighth dimension. Interesting. Mm.
0: I mean, probably. I mean, that makes sense. It but changed like,
1: his hair color. What else would it do?
0: Sure. I just think that's, I don't know. I don't know. Which, okay. I'm just guessing here. Um... Sorry, because I'm kind of all over the place right now, but do you...
1: This movie's all over the place.
0: Oh yeah, you're absolutely... Do you remember, or did you realize who the doctor at the mental institution that was like working with John Lithgow, the guy with the dark hair, did you realize who that is? I don't know. So I I don't have his name, which is my bad, but he's he's like one of the, the pinnacle characters in Breaking Bad. He's the other bald guy with the goatee.
1: In the movie or in Breaking Bad?
0: In Breaking Bad, not No Camino. Uh,
1: I well, I didn't watch Breaking Bad. Oh, here's well, where I get all the booze. Anybody
0: out there that did, y- you might notice. And I, I appreciated him in this because he actually had a character that like talked, and he was good for how <laughs> long he was in the movie. Um, when so when Buckaroo like finally does. Start seeing the 8th dimensional aliens though For like what they actually are Uh, During like the courtroom scene Yeah It's like right before um, They kidnap someone
1: Well they kidnap Penny Is
0: it Penny?
1: I mean she's like the only one I could think of that they kidnap Oh do they kidnap the old man?
0: That's what it is They kidnap the old man the first time Yeah because when when they kidnap Penny, they give her like the element that he used to get into the eighth dimension. Yeah, and uh, and then she can't see the the beings because she gets picked up by Vincent Chevelli's character, I believe. Um. Anyways, but he he comes into the courtroom and he can see a couple of the people are like the eighth dimensional being things. And that really reminded me of They Live. I don't know if you've seen They Live, which is a John Carpenter movie. It's got uh, Roddy Piper and Keith David. Nice. Um, the Maniac. There's himself. a scene. <laughs> there's a scene where uh, Roddy Piper finds these like sunglasses and he puts them on, and he sees that people are these aliens yeah. that just disguise themselves to look like humans. And all of the advertisements that we see or propaganda that just say, like, consume. yeah, okay, I've heard, I I know this, yeah. Yeah, so... I did
1: not realize that that he sees the people as aliens, too. I still haven't seen it, but I I remember talking about this. Yeah, so... That's crazy.
0: It's great, but that that scene really reminded me of that, because it's kind of similar in that he has something that allows him to see things that nobody else can see. And it is even, like, these alien beings just wearing suits, like, living in, like, day-to-day, trying to fit in. And it's kind of along the same lines. Um, (laughs) As far as They Live goes, put that on the list. That one is a movie we will cover at some point. I I I feel like I've seen that scene, though. Uh, Probably. It's pretty famous. It's kind of a mix of the whole Obey thing. Yeah. That's where, like, they kind of got their whole art scheme. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, so it just reminded me of that, uh, which is funny because in... I could see someone watching this movie and being like, ooh, I want to see more of that kind of type of thing. And They Live is the movie that does that. So mm-hmm. if that's what you thought, go watch They go Live. Go watch that it. shit.
1: Um, I'm going to watch it too, or we will. Or tell us too.
0: When the f- the like big ball ship that's flying through the air and then the the two like hunters see it and it like crash lands. Yeah. Okay.
1: Was it a ball? It was like this weird, like like disc like a regular UFO but it had like hair draped over it or something or it's like spikes coming out of it and
0: it was like leathery yeah and gross it was really weapon. weird um well that like alien comes out of it on top of it yeah and he look. he doesn't look like an alien he just looks like a guy yeah um he like does he like fall off of it
1: yeah and then like later you see he's like trans like reverted into his form or maybe it's cuz The other guy steps in the frame. Because then you can see it as an alien.
0: Yeah, because he starts to... After he, like, gets knocked out, he starts to form back into his alien form. Yeah. But then there's another one that That looks
1: exactly the same?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, like, takes the package. And
1: that's the one, yeah, that, uh... I forgot his name, John something. Yeah, I can't remember (laughs) his name either. And I
0: know that actor, too. He's in some other stuff. But he was funny.
1: Oh, I had no idea who that was. Uh...
0: And later there's a scene where they're, like, entering the Buckaroo Bonsai compound, and he, like, jumps over the fence in, yeah. like, a single bound. Yeah. I, like, loved that scene. I well, he, like, looks funny.
1: around, and then he's, like, "Boom!" Well,
0: And it's because he watches the other three, uh, the Vincent Chevelli, uh Christopher Lloyd, and I think it's Dan Hedaya, uh characters do it. Which, yeah. when they do it, it's hilarious, because it's, like, two of them at once and they land on top of the fence and yeah. then one of them jumps up with them yeah. and then they jump down which you can tell it's because they filmed some of that stuff backwards oh. and which it's fine it looks good actually um and i will say i think this movie overall looks pretty good uh for 18 million dollars although 84 dollars yeah. that's a lot of money
1: i thought like uh it was shot really well, especially at like certain times, and I was like, "Well, this is actually, like this movie might be really good."
0: Yeah, it's funny because this movie, I mean, as far as writing writers and director go, or writer and director go, it's two like competent writers, and it seems to me like they were just like, "Hey, let's kind of just go make something."
1: Yeah, maybe, or like they had ideas for this thing and kind of just mashed them together, because like it, some of it is like really just out there. And, like, weird. Yeah. There's some weird parts to it.
0: Um, yeah. And and it kind of, like, doesn't find its footing on what the story it's trying to tell until, like, halfway. Yeah. And then it starts to focus on Penny being kidnapped and them trying to just take out those bad aliens.
1: I mean, I kind of took it as he was honestly going just after the aliens more. But, yeah, I guess he was more interested in Penny.
0: And, and yeah, he only is really trying to stop those aliens, uh, because that other alien guy had showed up and told him that there was that civil war.
1: Yeah.
0: And even then, I mean, all that they really do is blow up the one ship with the three dudes. I know. It was like well, that's, that's all that mattered, really. It's like well, how that how was the end population.
1: Of it. <laughs> I know they act well, and they're like it's a subspecies. I mean, who knows? Though the the rest of them could be on like the home planet,
0: planet ten. Okay, and on their home planet, uh, what what was with these like ten foot high tables and chairs? (laughs) I thought that was on the
1: ship. Was that on the planet?
0: I mean, I'm not sure exactly, but I because they show that a couple of times, but they don't really like explain what is going on. Uh. I was kind of confused.
1: I mean, they do have, like, kind of this radio going on in the back, so I guess that could have been it. yeah, that was really odd. It's not like they have super long legs where they need tables like that. They were still, like, regular size. Yeah. They're on these
0: weird ass... I was like, how did they even get up there?
1: Maybe it, like, grows and... I don't know. I mean,
0: that's possible.
1: They just, like, pole vault. (laughs) God. They just, like, grab a big stick and just, like, launch themselves. And hope that they land in the chair, or at least on the table.
0: Can you imagine missing and <laughs> then falling down?
1: And knocking someone else over in their chair, and then they beat you up? Oh.
0: um, um when, when they have Penny locked up, and there's, like, that weird alien bug.
1: Yeah, the, like, slug thing.
0: Ooh, that thing was bizarre looking. I, I really liked all of the practical stuff in this. I mean, it looked kind of cheap, some of it, but it was fun. Like, and I like what they were trying to do.
1: I th- yeah I thought all the practical practical stuff was good. I didn't think that little creature was that good. Other than the fact that it was like dripping fire, right? That was like the really the cool thing about it. Other than that, it was kinda it kind of meh. Kind of just
0: mangross. Yeah, because they made it look like gooey. Yeah, which I'm it pretty was like sure. Like the slug
1: thing, but like it. Yeah. Didn't, I I didn't really buy it.
0: It looked fake. That's... It looked like a toy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And a lot of this movie you can tell was them kind of making making their props out of different things, like kind of meshing things together to make yeah. props, which that's not uncommon in movies.
1: It's not uh, bad either.
0: But exactly, but it sometimes worked. with uh cheaper movies, it, it just the seams are a little more visible, that's all.
1: When did this movie come out again? 84. 84.
0: 84. I believe. Man, yeah, that's 84. Crazy. Um, yeah, I mean it's pretty early. Um, cause I, the CGI,
1: at least like in the end when they're in the, like the two ships flying around. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that actually looked really good.
0: I agree. Not bad. Really not bad. Yeah. Um, which I mean, even the, the CGI from the eighth dimension stuff, I mean, that's all you could actually really create with computers at the time. Yeah. Cause the rest of the stuff like visual effects stuff they do in this is like actual film yeah um so like the couple of scenes in the beginning when he's in his like car that he jumps through the eighth dimension with yeah uh they do they show him from the perspective of inside and the windows are all blacked out showing what he sees yeah that was all like hand cut and the way you do that's a long process so like they really did like put effort into this movie and it really does show like yeah you know they took the time and I think they really use the resources on the money as far as being able to do stuff like that. I, I, mean, I mean, it's easy to watch this movie from today's perspective, even with the knowledge of how this stuff's done, because it's pretty easy to do that sort of stuff now. Yeah. Like, to get someone from inside of a like car or something, you really just have to get them in a spot, put a green screen on them, and then you know, select the green and replace. That's what c- chroma keying is. Yeah. And this, they had to film two separate things... Take the film, cut out the windows, overlay it, and play it over simultaneously. Like, it's yeah. a long process. There's a lot of frames in film. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, 24 photos for every one second of film.
1: Yeah, I don't have the patience
0: for that. I don't have the patience to do it today, and it's easy as fuck to do it today. A computer does it for you. <laughs> yeah. One of the scenes in this movie that did kind of show, though, was the masks that they have to wear. When they're watching the message. <laughs> it, was bubble rap, dude. it was
1: bubble wrap.
0: I was like, this is not great.
1: I thought that was kind of like the humor in it though. He's like, hey, you gotta put these on and he like made them and he made them out of bubble wrap. You know, and like that's that's where I'm like, this is a comedy. Like,
0: but I don't know if that it, like, was it has to be funny.
1: It made you it makes him look so ridiculous though.
0: Well and the one dude, the blonde guy that's in the band. Yeah. Uh Perfect his, Tommy. Like, his like doesn't even fit his face yeah
1: dude
0: <laughs> do we get a child alien killing in this do they kill like a miniature <laughs> alien in this like it looked like a kid uh maybe we have this random kid that's a part of team bonsai which <laughs> rachel goes is that tyler the creator <laughs> and i was like tyler the- i said the same thing dude i was like he wasn't even born for another like 10 years I know.
1: I said the same thing, like jokingly, though, because he, he did look kind of. He kind of like, does like a- look
0: like that other creator. I will say that. Um, uh, I got a good laugh out of John Lithgow when he is f- operating the alien ship, and he's using his feet to like yeah. to like operate the bottom half. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. The alien ship going through the brick wall. Do you think that was a miniature?
1: I mean, probably.
0: Because it looked really good.
1: It did look really good. Like, I was really but impressed they, by it. They can do, like, pretty cool shit with miniatures,
0: though. Dude, it blows my mind what gets done with miniatures.
1: Like, all the stuff in, like, ba- the all the Batmobile uh, in, like, Batman Begins. Yeah. That yeah. was all fucking
0: Yeah. That's miniatures. so crazy. Yeah, that's
1: crazy. And uh, the bit in um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. When they're in the white car, the, like, super long hot rod car thing.
0: So, at the end of this movie, after Buckaroo Banzai does, like... So, we get the, the piloting, the flying scene that you were referring to. Uh-huh. Um, which looks really good. Like, one thing that I was really impressed by was the motion blur. Because yeah. the way they used it, it looks, like, pretty real. Yeah. Um, And, like, doing that's pretty difficult. Yeah. Especially, like, when you don't have a lot of money, like, a big budget to do stuff like that. Because... I mean, they do it in the Star Wars movies, but they had a budget when yeah. they were doing that, and well, that and that stuff was all miniature.
1: I imagine maybe they kind of like saved money on the practical stuff.
0: Probably because I mean, the alien design was pretty simple, and they didn't have to do too many. And of
1: they them. didn't do a lot of CGI, so that kind of left room to like do it where it counts.
0: That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but why is Buckaroo parachuting out of the ship at the end instead of just, <laughs> you just landing? Just,
1: well, I guess the guy couldn't stop for him. He's like, "Hey, man, I really get, I really got to go. It was, so I really random. got to go. You can, you you got the back. You just jump." And then he does. Um, I'm only doing that because that's how what he sounded like. Right? I know, I know. I mean,
0: yeah, right. It's his accent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, of course they can't let Penny die. So she comes back to life from the spark from Buckaroo's lips.
1: Oh, yeah, the magic spark from the aliens. I kind of hated that. I hated the whole bits with her. She was not great. And,
0: like, that actress wasn't really, like, great.
1: I mean, I think really it's... The the part is that they, they just didn't write her well. If they had written a good character, then maybe we could kind of, like, understand what she was doing better. Yeah. That's the thing is she didn't have a whole lot going on.
0: No, she's just like a damsel in distress the whole movie. Yeah,
1: for no reason.
0: But I mean, you know, she comes back to like, life Like she doesn't even talk about why she's does she even
1: say why she's crying or anything?
0: I don't I don't know. I yeah, wasn't really right? paying attention to her dialogue. <laughs> it was kind of just like eh. Yeah.
1: That part was kinda of tough to watch. I was just, like getting so bored watching that, like whole, like because he's like, Wait, someone's not having a good time in here. And then mm-hmm. like that's what where it goes and I was I thought it was gonna lead up to like something
0: funny or like well she cool. almost kills herself that was pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> like right after that um I don't know shots fired so this movie ends with a setup for a sequel which is Buckaroo Bonsai against the <laughs> World Crime League
1: well and then they go into like a bit
0: yeah and I was really like oh cool together. we're
1: gonna get one last like crazy fight no and then uh, you see his crew, and I was like, oh, shit. He's got his crew. This is going to be a sick, cool little, like,
0: fight for the credits.
1: No, it's just I'm, like, walking around in unison to They're the just being tempo.
0: They're badass in the
1: 80s. Uh, yeah, I guess. They okay. didn't do anything badass in that whole part. Um, I, and I watched the whole thing, even when it went to the Buckaroo Bonsai part. Yeah. Uh... I watched the whole thing waiting for, like, something to happen, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I sat through all of that? I wish I would have skipped it.
0: Well, kids, Rio Bonsai against the World Crime League did not happen. Yeah. Because, like I said at the top of the show, they this lost movie money. lost $11 million.
1: Which is kind of a bummer. If the vo- movie was a little bit better, that, like, sequel probably would have happened. It maybe would have been cool.
0: I almost think the sequel would have been better than this movie. Maybe. Well, it's about um, that time, so it's scoring no, time. No, hang
1: on, hang on, hang on. There was, like, one last thing that was super funny to me, and that's why I was like, this is a fucking comedy for sure. Okay. They're in the ship, right? The alien guys, the Big Bootay. Yeah. And, um...
0: The Johns, if you will, you... Yeah,
1: the Johns, dude. John, Big Bootay, John Oh, is John that maybe Lithgow? some foreshadowing? Uh, pfft. Um, so y- y- you got the, the crazy-haired John Lithgow... And he says like I hate you or something to Big Booty, and then he just see him go like, oh, like behind f- him from him the bird. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, yeah. like
0: angrily. Yeah, I. There, I mean, there's a lot of physical jokes and like humor like that in this movie. Yeah,
1: it was so, just funny to see that. It was like, oh, that's that's kind of good. Yeah, uh,
0: I feel like it's funny because this movie, like I said, like it's got some talented writers behind it. Yeah. But it almost feels like they were a little too like,
1: um I don't know. I think they just like were like, oh shit, what are we right here? Uh, yeah. and then there's this girl. Yeah. Uh, you know, like they they wrote all these cool bits. Like, oh, how do we tie this together?
0: That's exactly. The girl. That's what it feels like. They used they they had all these cool ideas for different bits, and they were like, look, write a female character in to tie this together, and like let's just make a movie.
1: It just, yeah, it didn't make
0: sense. Um, what do you want to rate this movie out of? Mm. Five Big Boutes?
1: Yeah, dude.
0: How we many, how many Big Boutes do you give this movie, and do you recommend it? Four. Four? You want four <laughs> out of five? <laughs> yeah. I want to say, first, this is two weeks in a row, Zach's giving movies four out of five. A rare occurrence, twice in a row. This is almost lightning in a <laughs> bottle. That's what I'm gonna say.
1: Uh, this movie is just like too much fun. Although I I, I am uh, sad that uh, uh I got really comfortable last night when I was watching this and like passed out for like the last ten or fifteen minutes and then I like the whole movie kind of blurred for me. Yeah. Uh, but I, I kind of remember everything through talking about it. But I yeah it was, it's kind of a wild movie you could either be intoxicated when you watch it or not either way it's pretty enjoyable um, but i thought it was funny and the story was kind of interesting the only let is really like the quote unquote uh, love interest i would yeah. say um and i yes i do recommend it because it was awesome
0: you know i'm going to i'm going to say i agree with you i think this movie is incredibly entertaining um but I got kind of bored throughout. Not I wasn't like bored enough to be like, okay, I, I don't want to watch this anymore. But I was kind of like, okay, where are we going? And so I, I think I would give this movie probably like a three or three and a half. I'm probably gonna lean upward actually though wow. after the conversation because I did like the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'll go three and a half out of five. Big booties on this. Nice. But I do recommend it because it was like, yeah. I was just kind of like, what the fuck am I watching yeah. the whole time?
1: And <laughs> it, it was kind of sick. And you're yeah. like, oh. And, like, that's what I mean. It was, like, parts of it were shot really well. It was done pretty well. Um, and yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, like, it, it was just a fun movie. It was a good one. Um,
0: and, like, I, I've seen this movie's title around. I've heard about this movie, and I'd never seen it. And, like, I'm glad I did. Yeah. I'm glad we watched it.
1: Yeah. You know? I, yeah, I was floating through on Hulu. And I saw the title, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I read the synopsis, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. And I was like, we got to watch that, so this was Um, a pretty fun one.
0: Well, that is the that on that.
1: Yeah, I honestly thought you were going to give it a lower rating, especially, like, kind of at the beginning of this video. Or, I mean... Of this video? uh, Yeah. Yeah, but, what, what are we on
0: if someone's if someone's listening going they do video no we don't no we, we still don't, don't. sorry you and honestly probably never. you will. should say thank you to that yeah you don't want to see this
1: yeah no. I look awful yeah he look, does I'm
0: a gelatinous blob yeah I'm a brain in a tank and
1: um, I'm, I'm just a uh... Childish little boy man.
0: Zach's a supercomputer and I'm a brain in a tank. Yeah. And this is what we do with our free time.
1: Are we just uh, Krang?
0: Krang and and, Hal 9000 hanging out together from uh, 2001. There's homework for you. Okay, so... If you guys are on the Instagram, we would greatly appreciate it if you'd give us a follow at W-A-W-W-T pod. That is why we're watching this pod.
1: Uh, leave us a review um, on iTunes. Please. Or whatever uh, streaming service you're using.
0: Yeah, we're available on all the major ones. Um, and, of course, CastBox, the home of our podcast. Yeah. Tune in next week. When Zach rediscovers his love for peaches and Sean recites, Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, from memory. Ooh, peaches, ooh. Peace, Peace bitches. bitches. <laughs>